0: Hey motherfuckers, what's up? Welcome back to uh, Frank Berry's Berry Life and Car Confessions It's it's April, y'all April 5th, 2018 So glad that you motherfuckers are back I'm glad to be back Welcome back I'm black I'm black and back But fuck it, let's get into it Uh I'm a big fan of the TV show called Atlanta. If you haven't seen this show, so it's on FX, it is fucking amazing. And um, I know this season is called like the Robin season, or the Jacket season, or some some shit like that. But uh, the episode from uh, last Thursday, uh, I mean, it was still March. Uh, I will say. It may be my favorite episode so far this season, cause it was a barbershop episode, and that shit was fucking hilarious. This this is one of the more truer black barbershop scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I know they had the movie Barbershop and all that shit, which it was good. You know, it had it had definitely had a few points in there in the movie Barbershop. When the movie, when the niggas was coming in selling shit. But, uh... Man. This was some hood-ass shit. Right here. This shit was fucking hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. Y'all gotta see this episode. Of the Sh- With the barbershop scene. Because, um... It reminded me of... My barbershop. Not everything, but just my barbershop experience going through my life, situations I had, because I know my barber, my barber, i know known this motherfucker since like 1995, 96 he's like uh, six years older than me, I'll say, and uh, he's been cutting my hair, so he went to, when he graduated high school, pretty much just said, fuck it, I'm going to do hair, so I couldn't hair went to barber school and shit and he lived like three down the house three down well when he moved he moved to my neighborhood and he lived like three houses three houses down where i fucking live sorry i got big lips i'm a bunch of my words together up some fucking times so he lived three houses down from me and uh he was closer to my brother's age my brother's like eight years older than me so of course, they was hanging out with him more, and, but then, he started fucking me more. Well, just started fucking with everybody's neighborhood. You know, he wanted to, he realized he was going to be, uh, doing hair, so my well started building up his clientele around the neighborhood, getting all, like, little black motherfuckers' hairs, and let him know, hey, i cut y'all motherfucking hair and shit, and, um. It was just a cool my barber cool the motherfucker. I love the nigga. Um uh, if I ever get married, he comes to my wedding. That's how cool he is. This motherfucker was at my when I graduated from eighth grade, he was there. He was there with my two brothers. When I came around when we walked down the little aisle and shit, and my brothers and, and my barber, they were sitting in the back. Next thing I know, I I look over, I hear these motherfuckers yelling, and I see my barber like, oh shit, the hood is here with me. The rest of y'all motherfuckers just got y'all family and shit. I got my family in the hood with me. Supporting me, motherfuckers. Fuck y'all. And he gave me, my Bob also gave me my nicknames. Called me Janky Wrist. Okay. I got that name from, uh, whooping Niggas' Asses in Madden. Growing up, it was, I was the, uh, My brother was the top dog. So, if, if my brother, let's say my brother was all Madden. And I was all pro, but sometimes motherfuckers couldn't get all get past all pro that year. I would whoop motherfuckers ass all year sometime, and they'll get me next year. And if they beat me, they want to be my brother. The niggas start off practicing against me first. That's what it was. They feel we gotta be. I gotta be Fred before I can get to his brother. If I can if I can't get past Frank, then I cannot beat his motherfucking brother. Which, fact, mm-hmm. motherfucking fact, you ain't getting past me. It was no need to go to my brother. And he called me Janky Wrist, cause I was just I was just whooping the ass and shit. And then uh, also he called me Janky Wrist cause of my dice game. Uh, when I got a hold of them dice, I really didn't crap out. Uh, I mostly rolled. You know, the seven or elevens. If I did if let's say uh with a situation where, you know, you hit a two or a three or a a twelve first roll. You keep rolling, but you lose. I'll come right back, get that money back. Bam, seven. And they and they try to do side bets with me, talk about I bet you on two five. Bet you on two five again. Motherfucker, I I know I'm probably not gonna two five again. I made three four. But I'm still gonna win. But why take that side bet and then lose my money? But keep shooting. Nah, fuck that shit. Call me Jankiress because I used to beat motherfuckers on that dice on that dice shit on on, on, the, on the fucking sidewalks taking all these motherfuckers' money. Get my money back. Finally, he just cut my hair. That's that's some real shit right there. But um, uh, also. Uh, like, during my high school years, this motherfucker, like I said, he lived three, dollars a house, three, dollars, three houses down from me. And he used to call the crib up. Like, my brothers, was, like, was, like, going to college and shit. And my one brother here, they were working, like, they both had kids. So, working, like, going to school daytime, working at night, doing all that shit. So, uh, usually I'd be the one that's free because I'd be at home playing Madden and or... Nothing, I mean I didn't go out like I had friends But all my friends went to Catholic school and I went to public school So I really didn't like see them no more And then like I, had, I went to uh, high school with my cousins Who I grew up with that lived across the street from me And these motherfuckers, they were some thugs I always I went hung out with them a couple times And then one time, first time Hung out with these motherfuckers on the weekend Fight breakout We had somebody' house And as you know I know again. I know me, and my cousins, me and both my cousins. You know how to fight these niggas, uh, who showed up, one part of the party, one part of the group. But we're not fighting these motherfuckers. So a couple of weeks go by. About my cousins again, some another group, another different different the house. Uh, drive by, and start shooting, and that's what I said to myself. You know what, Frank? I'm go ahead and stay my black ass in the house. I'm not. I'm not into this whole fighting. I don't like being shot at. And once that whole like shooting thing happened, y'all remember that part in uh, Batman Dark Knight Rises when he was in when when he was in in that prison in the hole and shit, and fucking that old dude. That doctor said to him, "Hey, motherfucker, how can you fight longer than possible, run faster than possible, without the ever ever presence of fear?" Make that climb without the rope. And will find you again. Man, that shit. When he said that shit in the movie. It just re- resonated back to me. Back to that time. Where I was with my cousin. And we got shot at. I never ran. I'm a big motherfucker. I never ran so hard before in my life. And I wasn't getting tired. I wasn't getting tired. Because I'm getting shot at. And I'm running. And I kept up with these mother. My my, my one cousin played like fucking. I played, I played Madden. My other two cousins actually played football in high school. One of them was a running back, the other one was a cornerback because he liked to hit people. He won't play wide receiver; he didn't want to hit motherfuckers. So that lets you know where they' mind at. So they running, and the, and one cousin who was a running back, he was I would say just a little bit more cut, but like Marshawn Lynch, no gloves, no padding. Well, you know, like knowing that he didn't need an elbow pads, or none of that shit. He just hitting motherfuckers hard. And he would like cut back, he he'll cut back like Barry Sanders, but then hit you hard. I remember one time, I went to see him play. And he drew past some guys, ran over one guy, and was running up the field, and had one man to beat. This motherfucker, seen his boy, seen the linebacker just getting ran over. And he a cornerback. He said, shit. Like you, he didn't want to move. Where he act like he was going to try to tackle, but he literally moved the fuck out of the way. Like, uh, like he took three steps back and then reached out for him. Like nigga, you to moved three feet back away from this motherfucker, and then reach for him. You still two feet away. You reaching? You ain't going to about to tackle him. You are scared? Which I would have been too. Seeing what he just did to my my teammate. He got like at least 50 pounds on me. What the fuck do you think he gonna do to me? Of course I'm gonna vo- avoid this nigga. And if the coach said something to me when I got to the bench, I would've told the coach, take these pads, you go stop them. Because I ain't fucking doing it. You seen what he just did to our linebacker? Shit. I ain't about to get hit like that. Anyway. Like I was saying, like my, 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 I, I got completely off the motherfucking subject. My bob used to call me, because he called the house late. Like, hey, Frank there. like, yeah, that's him. Frank, what you doing? Like, I ain't doing shit, playing bad. Want to go for a ride? Cool. I'll go for a ride with him. He'll be outside in front of my house. I'll go for a ride, and I'll just be running around, like, the blocks, go in the neighborhood, may go get something to eat. He may go get something to drink, pick me up something to drink, too. And he'll just smoke. Like, the first time I ever got high with him, well, the first time I ever got high was with him. My 8th grade, I think graduated from 8th grade before I went to high school that summer. At my house was a smoker house, because we had, like, two big-ass trees that just leaned over the front porch. And some people can't see the front porch. So, just be outside smoking and drinking and shit. And, uh, so I was, uh, with him. And came to my house. Like, man, I want to try this shit one time. Get high. Get high. Get high. No, got a little bit no, but I got high and then uh, tried the weed. I was back when I was 14 and then got high again. 16 years later, when I turned 30 and realized how much weed has changed. And I had an edible cookie and that shit fucked me up. My boy told me before I, I bought four of them. Let me get four chocolate chip edible cookies. Bought four of them. My boy told me, Frank. You don't drink no more, really. And you ain't had no weed since 1997. Weed has changed. He said that for the gig up. Weed changed. So, only eat half the cookie. I said, okay, cool. I took that bite, had half the cookie in my motherfucking mouth. I said, fuck this shit. I'm going to eat the motherfucking whole cookie. Big mistake. Big motherfucking mistake. That motherfucking cookie kicked in an hour later. I was so motherfucking high. I was laughing at the carpet. I was at my boy house. I was laughing at the carpet. My homegirl was over there. She started taking my hands and making me smack myself in the face. I couldn't fight it back. And then my boy, he got a uh, female roommate who happened to be dating a friend of ours. And this nigga showed up. So as he walking in, he like... Fuck one with Frank he like Frank ate a whole weed cookie and it's a regular size cookie and he said Frank high shit and then uh so he went back to the, uh, the room with the girl and like maybe five ten minutes later soon as I seen him walk the door I had thought in my mind I had said hi but it didn't hit my mouth yet so I was trying to say hi to him and then he like he walking back through because he was about to leave, he was about to go somewhere. And as he got to the door, this was a seven minute process. I said, "Hi." It took me seven minutes to say hi. So there was no point in saying back because he been like he, he may have been to where they were supposed to be going if I try to say that shit. So and I got high again like a year later. This time. Only ate half the the I had the giggles. I didn't fall asleep, though. I noticed... Oh, man, I had guessing. We I had got a brownie one time. With my boy. He wanted to get... He didn't he had no edibles. He wanted to try it. So, I got a brownie. Cut that motherfucking in fourth. Ate my corner. Waited an hour. High as shit. My buddy ate... Because I reached down. Like I was about to get the other piece. But, I froze... And it kicked in when I reached. So my buddy had reached down and grabbed the other piece of his half. So he ate a whole half of the brownie. And it's now high as fucking shit. I was so high I couldn't talk. Just me the whole time I was at his house. That meant pass me the chips. Meant pass me the piece of rose and... I need help with this water. That's how high I was. I couldn't talk. Couldn't motherfucking talk. He got his roommate. His roommate showing up to the house. Said, "What's wrong with Fred? What's wrong with Frank? Frank had shit." I was high as motherfucking. And from some reason, I slid out there. Out the recliner I was in onto the ground my buddy was on the couch I fall asleep on the floor hardwood flow I wake up I don't know how long I was on the floor but I hop up because so we started eating it around let's say 7 took an hour to kick in so it's like nine fifteen when I get up off the floor still moving move a little bit slow but it's like somewhat wore off. I'm able to move. Get little functions. I don't know where my buddy went to bed. But he went to bed. He in the bedroom sleep. not the fuck out. I text him. Like a fucking. uh At uh 12 o'clock the next day. Didn't hear from him. I didn't hear from this motherfucker until like 745 that night. And he just said I just woke up. That's how high he was. Said some of the best sleep you ever had before in his life. I bet. nigga, You slept for 15 hours. Okay. It was dark when you went to bed. Sun came. Went down. Back to being dark. That's how high he was. But, uh, like I said, well, Keep getting our motherfucking drank. Hanging out with my and Bobby used to pick me up. He would take me on He's like I had great weed conversations. Okay, didn't smoke weed. Just did it that one time. But I was I can I got dumb dumb shit. Just be popping off in my head. And we be having great weed conversations and shit. And then you know just growing up, growing up, going to the barber shop, having experiences there. And know uh, seeing seeing motherfuckers coming to us down and shit. I seen it was like I don't want to say it was teenagers. Probably was older than that, but uh, they came in uh, with a PlayStation 3 with just the with just the motherfucking the plug that you plug into like the socket. No controllers, no game, and 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 not the uh, the fucking aux that you plug into the fucking uh the TV. And, and they said that uh they can't get it like to work like it cut on but it got it says like black ring on it or something the other barber that was there bought it for 20 bucks now they was in there the, this motherfucker like fixed playstations and like xboxes and shit so he bought it for 20 bucks and like people was in there talking, "Oh man, y'all get a TV." Like, no. Nah. And they asked, "What kind of TV you looking for?" They're a forty inch. You said a forty inch. You want a flat screen? These motherfuckers in there taking orders. Then they better go rob somebody because they robbed. It. They they stole somebody PlayStation Three. Bought that PlayStation Three for twenty bucks. He been right in his room. And went on YouTube. So less than ten minutes later, I hear him say. He walking. He walking the room. My barber talked about yeah. That PlayStation I just bought had black ring of death on it. I got it off. Got it working. I'm about to sell the motherfucker for 150 bucks. That's a hundred and thirty dollar profit. Now imagine once again he didn't have no controllers, but controllers was still cheap. Made like 20 bucks. PlayStation, but he gave it, He had an ox cord to go with it. He get. He just didn't have no controllers. So my barber, the, the, no, not my barber, another barber, put an ox cord with it. Had the adapter. PlayStation Three. Sold him motherfucker, hundred thirty dollars. Can't beat that. Can't beat that with crack prices. But that was the type of shit that I'd be going on in the barber shop. And then um, there's one scene at the end of the barber scene in Atlanta. Uh uh fucking uh he, he mad at his bob so he let somebody else cut his hair and then uh the motherfucker asked him, What kinda of, what kind of uh cut you want? What how how deep do you want it? Do you want a two, three or a one? And he just looked at this nigga like what the fuck are you talking about, two, three and one. I want you to do whatever he was doing, but I want you to do it. Like I had that same experience My Bob was out of town, like they get to go on vacations too okay and I need to get my hair cut thought so what the other fucker was there the other motherfucker was there and he said the same shit he said how do you want your sideburns do you want pointy do you want square do you want it to fade do you want like what the fuck are you talking about man and then he had us go to the to the like the barbershop picture wall and we pointed out mm-hmm. shit and shit and everything looking at what they get like I don't know Give me the number. Give me the number. I'm, I'm like placing like water, like I'm at a drive through. Give me the number 11 and the number 9. And, um, uh, do you got any more than number 10s? No, no, I forget number 10. Let me get number 3 with that. Number 3. Let me get a 3, 11, and a 9. And, and, and can you make that to go? I will say I'll tell you one thing. It definitely not look like what my barber used to do. But when he got back, he show us he show us he show health, uh, got it back to wherever we used to. When I used to, I just cause I'm used to just sit down, get in the barber shop, talking mad shit. My barber talk mad shit to everybody, especially if you are light skinned. Mad motherfucking shit. Get there, talk mad shit, and then it's my turn. To just sit down in the chair. He cut my hair and then I pay him the money. Like, there's no telling him what I want. He knows what the fuck to do. Cut my hair this way. If I want if I want to switch it up, I'm like, hey, I wanna try something different this time. Do this. But other than that, I got one specific motherfucking head cut. I just sit down, he cut it, he think it look good. That's what he dig my head look good with this particular head cut. That's the end of that's the the conversation. I'm not gonna ask I get my and I, I get up. Listen to him talk shit to a few more people, especially if somebody light skin walk in. I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. Because he' about to talk mad shit to him. That's it. And then, uh, that was it. Like, that, that, that's just my experience with barbershops. And, um, and I will say this. Uh, the last time I got my hair cut, um, It was a guy who was like, I want to say he was new to the area. He was from Chicago. And uh, he, he was new to to uh, to, to, my, to my neighborhood. So uh, he was there with two little kids. These motherfuckers couldn't be no older than three. Two, three. I don't even want to say four. I want to say in that in in age of like two or three. Because uh, they were before me. Now the daddy looked rough. Okay, nigga had chapped lips. like he had a little bit of a bill good, just a little bit. Uh He like I thought he was gonna get his hair cut. But nah. Nah. The nigga the, the, the motherfucker you tell he worked. Wrong man, worked hard for a family. Just he a good old fashioned working days. On top of it, motherfucker had a big ass forty five on his tip. I was like, okay, cool. I don't know this nigga. I ain't saying shit. I don't leave this motherfucker alone. My barber ain't even talking. Ain't, my barber ain't even talking shit to this nigga. Okay. And uh, so the, the guy in the chair get done. And then uh, the kids, like little two, three-year-old. My barber said, okay, which one of y'all next? They motherfucker was like fighting to get into the chair. And my man, I'm thinking. I, was, I was like, man, well, hurry up. please let, don't let them be crying. Talk about, I don't want to get my hair cut. Please just get in that chair. I don't want your daddy to just whoop your asses in here. But they fought to get in this motherfucking chair. And they sat there quiet and got that haircut. Didn't want no crying, wasn't nothing. My boss was like, man, these some well-behaved kids. Like, yeah, they better be. I mean, you got a bathroom in here? He like, yeah. Like, my kids know. I don't play that. Like, yeah, I don't play that either, sir. And I'm saying to myself, if you, if, I'm 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 like being complete respectful I ain't saying shit. I will keep my hair straight ahead, straight forward. Like I also, I was so respectful. The motherfucker kids, like after the, like both the got their hair cut. He paid for. He I want to say he, he probably quite sure probably been back to my ball, but after he he cut the hair, he gave like little kid popsicles and shit. And then my ball was like, come on, come on, Frank, your turn. I'm like, nah, nigga. I went to the kids move out the way I'm going to cut in front of them or get wrists bumping into them and they fall and they daddy just light me the fuck up. I'm going to wait until they move completely out the motherfucking way before I get anywhere near that motherfucking barbecue chair because this motherfucking about to fuck me up. I was so motherfucking scared of this nigga next to me. Lord Jesus. I knew if I said anything wrong, he was going to get in my ass. Like, nah. I ain't getting that buddy. I ain't a knack. You, you good with me. You good with me, fam. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So uh feeling how well I hate those kids was maybe made me think of something. Y'all um uh, did y'all see that shit on YouTube? Um it was like a little white kid. The motherfucker was, was at a restaurant taking a dump. Little white kid leaves under, get like ducks underneath the stall and starts talking to the dude while he's trying to take a dump. And the and little white kid, hey, what's your name? got tell, and then the boy just walks underneath and says, Hi, how's it going? I need to, I need help washing my hands. I'm like, who the fuck just let this little boy into the bathroom by himself? Like, huh? where his daddy at? Where the mama at? If he if he got a mama, if he dead with the mama, how come the little boy in, in the bathroom with the women? Clearly, he's not old enough going to bathroom by himself. Where's the help? If it, help is needed in that motherfucker situation, like I've been in a situation like that, where um it just reminded me of a situation I had when I seen that shit. I was like, this shit happens. Okay, I was with my boy. We went out to go visit his grandparents. On the way back. Three hour drive. Day back. On the way back. I gotta go to the bathroom. He gotta get gas. We pull over. And we go in. uh. Fucking Culver's. Now. I ain't been back to Culver's yet. I've never even eaten there. The burgers. They be have all the commercials. there, like the buttercream custard ice cream. And the butter burgers. And. It, they look good. I'm not going in there though because my experience with Culver's For the bathroom just just ruined it for me And then uh, I told my boy, let's go up the street. There's a there's a target right there Can we just go to Target? It's like right next it's behind the covers. so Culver's are front of park a lot the Target the back of park a lot But like man, you want to just go in here and get this go to bath. go to the bathroom so I'm going to go in the bathroom. and I'm taking a good old fashioned shit. I'm loud, a motherfucker. I'm going through something in that bathroom. And then a the dad walking there, the white dad walking with two little boys. And these motherfuckers, God had to have been the oldest one. He he pulls on the door and like the dad's like, oh, somebody's in there. And he the dad apologized. I oh, it's no problem. And the motherfucker, he helping his the, the little boy use the urinal, and 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 the fucking uh the, the older one who pulled on the door like, hello, he he ducked his head underneath. The fucking the door so where he could see me, he's asking me questions and shit. While the dad busy with the with the baby brother, holding him up so he could use the urinal, he asked me questions. He's about like, hi, what's your name? I'm like Frank. Are you almost done? Like, yeah. Like, okay. What do you do? How long have you lived here? Where are you from? And the dad was dead started holding up the other boy. He yelled at his other son, "Talk about leave that man alone! He' trying to use the bathroom." He started apologizing. So as soon as he got, got done with the, with the holding his little son up the to, for the fucking urinal. He snatched the older one up and just walked out the bathroom. I'm like, man, I'm so glad this little boy didn't going to need that fucking door to come talk to me. I was so scared because I ain't trying to be in, in a situation like that with a little white kid. You, little white kids freak me the fuck out. It freaked out all black men. All black people. Mo- majority of black men are freaked out being in any situation with little white kids. Okay? And I love being, I got a love-hate relationship with the shit. Like, a little, like, majority of my friends are white, and female. So, they all having families, getting kids and shit, and I'm the only black person that they see. Okay? Especially, like, with them working, I'm working they don't always get to see me that much. So then, when they do see me, I met this one time. It was a group of they had like it was a group of people from work got together. One was one one girl house, her and her husband house, and she had like a little, like two kids, one kid. She had one kid at a time, and they was having a bonfire, and we all over there drinking and eating on like little little, little snacks and shit. And then the little kid had a bag of chips and was walking around giving people chips. Everybody to take one chip out of the bag. I was sitting next to this white girl I work with. I said, he's going to walk right past me. He's just going to walk right, right over me. He is. I know he is. I called it. His mama heard me call it. And sure as shit came to me. I'm A fucker. looked me in the ass and pretty much said, and walked right past me. And his mama stopped him talk about, hey, little Timmy, <coughs> why you walk past Frank? And he said, he got some chips. Valid point. I was eating on chips. I was. So, couldn't argue with that. And then I put the chips away as he kept going. Then the mama said, Timmy, he don't have any chips now. Give Frank some chips. Then the shit that he said, this is why I love, look, look, this, this is why I get the love for him. Because he had said some shit that was so smooth, I believed it. The motherfucker said, but mommy, black people don't like potato chips. I was like, I didn't know this by myself. This is news to me. Black people do not like potato chips. Why this is not on the news? Okay. There's all this crime shit going on. They talk about global warming. They need to put this news out. That black people do not like potato chips. A whole new motherfucking railroad just got opened up my ass. I was dying laughing. I got brought up for months until the next bonfire. Cause I was like, what the fuck I'm about to find out about black people today and about myself from this little white boy. What well, I'm about to find out. This motherfucker said I don't know what how we got on on the subject, but he has said something like But he has cow eyes. I'm going to repeat that. Little white boy told me that I have cow eyes. Which made me think, well, you are what you eat. I do eat a lot of burgers. Hamburger helpers. I mean, I use cow meat for a lot of shit. Maybe it started to come through in my eyeballs. Once again, the little white boy is dropping knowledge on me. Dropping Jews, giving me knowledge. It's hard to argue with this man. This motherfucker had been like five, six years old. He ain't ain't no black people in sight but besides me. And where they live. He started seeing that because the more black people the move to the neighborhood and like the dead run the church. So it's like black people be going at church. Black, white, Methodists, everybody walk. So he know he don't have the this like little views. He won't, have, he won't be saying this shit now. But boy, when well, he was five, six years old, and plus the kids are homeschooled, so the knowledge that he was kicking to me was amazing. And like how they able to retain shit is 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 glorious. Because when I got to the house, it was getting dusk, and then um I had walked inside because I wanted to put some in the refrigerator, and then uh the mama had said well. Freddie, smile, make smile so I can see you. I was laughing. Now, the little boy was in the room. It is now a dark time. It's like maybe 9 o'clock. She taking a little boy up to bed. So he was outside with us in the bar five to tell him, hey, time to go to bed. I'm walking upstairs. She's in the front, walking upstairs to the house. I just hit, We always just hear a little white boy say, Mommy, smell so I can see you. I was like, this, this, this nigga's dropping jams. He's a genius. He should be a comedian. Because he's killing me. He is killing me today. Like that's when he, That was one of my favorite bike experience being around that little boy. And it made me think of what what, what a white little experience I have, being right like little kids. Um, I was at the grocery store one time. No, no, no. Take that back. Take that back. The first time I went over my homegirl's other house. And this little girl, she had a a little daughter who was three years old at the time. The only thing she's seen, white people. So that's all like she used to. Seeing my black ass. And I'm like, ain't hey, mommy, why that man covered in doo doo? Why he covered in poop? He got poop all over him. And I was like, she's really never seen a black person before. And I look like shit. I got shit skin. This is where that term shit skin came from. Know that racist term shit skin? Some of y'all don't. I had never heard it before until my buddy told me that was what his grandma used to call black people, shit skin. She did a motherfucking that. So she wouldn't be happy with the relationship that me and him have because clearly she's racist as a motherfucker. But shit skin came from, look, I want to say little white kid thought of it. For her to just say, why that man covered in poo poo? Fucking genius. Dropping jewels, man. I thought this shit was hilarious. And then some years later, hanging out with my particular particular uh, group of uh, my one white friend and her husband and little kids. And she got like two little boys and then another couple came over there with they two little girls and they all hanging out. And like this is the second or third time seeing me. So now we all in that sad chilling and shit. And a little girl, the saddest, one of his little girls the saddest sit between my home girl and me. Then she'll tap me on my, on my leg and ask me a question. So, how you doing? What's your name? i tell her my name again. Then she like, hey. What happened to your skin? Like, oh, I'm black. I'm like, oh. How do you like being black? I'm like, oh, man. Right now, I'm loving it. Because I'm loving this conversation. And then my homegirl look over at the parents who sit on the opposite couch and says, your little daughter just asked my friend how he liked being black. And the parents' eyes were like, oh my God. And they went. They, the mother got up to come talk to her like, uh-huh. let me and this little white girl have this conversation because I'm the perfect one for her to ask this shit to. If she don't know, God damn it, she about to find out. You don't want to be around real real hardcore black person, one of them black pride people, okay, I'm not like that. I listen to the fucking foot fighters you she's a good hand with all state. you know what I'm saying. Let this conversation happen happen so I schooled a little white girl on some black knowledge, hipped her to some hip talk got her got her game up. It was all good. it was all good in the neighborhood and then and then, and that's so funny. This shit was funny here. So, like, okay, so, like, everybody going home, right? My friend, two little kids got to take a bath. The youngest one, he was, like, three years old at the time, two or three. They put him in the bathtub first, get him, he takes a bath. This motherfucker runs out the bathroom, because the dad gave him a bath. He runs out the bathroom. The other, the older brother's, like, six, so he take a bath, by himself. he good, go by himself. The little two, three year old ran out the bathroom. I'm on the couch drinking. The mom walks out the kitchen. He looks at both of us and just says, But he butt ass naked. He kind of like, like did like a little hump. Like he humped it like, like like he little little thrust was dingling towards us little white boy got the biggest balls in the world. But he did like little thrust and just said, Booyah! I would die. Oh, I would die. See the little white boy run out the bathroom. Look, look we dead in the eye. Asshole naked. Big old white baby balls. And just say, Booyah! And then take our running back to the bedroom. To finish tiling off. Oh man, if that wasn't some of the funniest shit, some of the funniest shit I ever experienced before in my life. Like I'm fine. and here's the thing I noticed: I'm fine with that little uh, white boys because you know little white boys sometimes they do ass what I had this one little white boy, funny ass shit. I was once again over my home grand house, little white boy was uh was like the nephew. It's her husband, brother, son. He don't seem too many black people. Every time this motherfucker first time this nigga saw me, he looked at me and was like shit and took off and ran like, what the fuck is this the fuck is this civil belly gorilla just walking around y'all like kissing for This big black motherfucker he was scared. He was scared. The little sister wasn't scared. Let's just wave to me. Say hi. <coughs> Ask me, can I get her a juice at the refrigerator? Let's the mother The motherfucker, little white boy, about seven, seven years old, I'd say. Six, seven years old. Now, I'm in the room with my with my uh, my uh best friend, little boy, who's also like six, seven at the time. Because me and him uh, had been playing real games. Now, the other little boy here. A little other boy played video really games. So I'm just hanging out, chilling, watching them. And the best part about little kids is that they can't whisper. Because the show, he showed his fuck lead over to my uh, my buddy's little boy and said, Hey, when a black guy gonna leave? <laughs> I tell you what, they, the black guy left there because I got my ass up, died. Oh my god, I was die laughing. My homegirl was in the kitchen cooking because she was getting ready to make dinner. And she said, Frank, what the fuck wrong with you? Why are you laughing so hard? I was like, man, listen to what your nephew told me. But I told ask your son. Because little boy came up. He asked your son, when the black guy gonna leave. This motherfucker couldn't play this video game with me in the room. I was man I about pissed myself. I about pissed myself. Now those are all my experiences with little boys. 'Cause I'm fine being around little boys. Little girls, nah. Little white girls are like one of the top let me see. Besides the police. Little white girls were black scare the fuck out of black man for sure. All black people? Don't know. but black black women too? Can't tell you. But black men, afraid of them. It's an episode episode of blackish. Well, the motherfucker, the black dude by getting the elevator. Elevator door opened up, little white girl right there. That motherfucker said, Mm, it was a trap. Okay? Let's not forget, there was there was a situation that had it back in the nineties. Where this white lady, it was all over new. White lady said some black man robbed me with my little with my little girl in the back. Could have been a little boy too, but a little girl. I'm, I'm said devil was a little girl kind to find out that didn't happen. White lady made the whole story up. Drove her kids in Lake them. So there was a manhood for a black man between the from the height from the um age from eighteen to thirty nine and from five five to six eleven. I was like, I fit all of that category. I'm staying my ass in the house, okay. And it was like seven states away from me when this happened. So, but no. Nah. Won't risk it. Staying there. And, um, it's it's just situations that, like, white women have done throughout time. Like, I seen that movie Rosewood. There's a, uh, Rosewood. If if y'all haven't seen the movie, look it up. In the movie, um, uh, there's a white lady who had been cheating on her husband. I've been doing it for, like, the longest time. Hubman got a job, got to take on trips, and this is back in like horse carriage time. So, he go away, and the guy that she was banging, like, sat, you know, beat her ass one time, because he, he, she, was, she was flapping off at the mouth. Just, you know, we hear the fuck, not talk. So, he, he put her hands on her, and then she said, A black man beat me. First person they killed is old black man who only had one arm. Motherfucker was like seventy years old. Killed him. Oh, he wanted one. They just the person that they described the, late, the the person that the late girl the woman described was thirty or 20, like probably late twenties to thirty. Like five seven between five five seven, five nine, and like I said, black. This motherfucker's seventy years old with one arm. Uh, what you killing him for? Only they went from killing him, they just start killing everybody. they killing kids, women, every motherfucking body. And then the black people was able to escape and get to like another state. And the white people from that state started going to that state. And there was a border patrol of just white people with guns. And said, hey, these white people showed us, all, hey, we're looking for a nigga over there. That motherfucker, that motherfucker, them white people said, that nigga ain't here. We got some good niggas over here and y'all better leave. And the motherfucker turned around and left. Now they was walking back, and the, the guy, who was the, uh, who husband, the guy, the guy, the, the husband of the other of of the, uh, woman, was like, oh, we still gotta find this guy. And they finally just said, man, that guy don't exist. Whoever your wife been sleeping with while you been gone, she the one who beat he beat her ass. Okay. We just wanted to kill some niggas. That's all. And I got like what do you mean I got my wife been cheating on me. Yes, your wife been cheating on you for years. So they killed this whole town of black people for no fucking reason, cause a white lady said so. The white lady made up a story, so that's why i like I don't feel comfortable. Every time I see a little white girl, I make sure I got like two witnesses with me at all times, and they can't be black. I need a white male and a white woman. I came in with two other black guys, or two other black people, and like a little white girl started trying to talk to me. Nah, nah, I don't know about the other two black people, but I'm leaving. Wherever that little white girl at, I'm in the other room. Okay. I was at uh, one, one of my uh, home girl, one of yeah, one of my home girl house, and they um, they invited me over for Christmas and shit. So I was over there. We eating dinner. And then the the, uh, the mother had bought me a gift. I'm saying not not as a mother, but the, like the auntie had bought me. She's like, "Oh, Frank come, Frank come, I'm buying something. She bought me a shirt." And she told her little daughter, "Give me a shirt." Little girl came up to me, like I put my hand out, stopped her on the shoulder, pat her, pat her with my other hand on her other shoulder, and said, "All right, that's close enough. I think that's 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 the only hood we you about to get, 'cause." You ain't about to get me. This a fuck set up. Okay. Surrounded by all these white people. Little girl gonna say, hey, little black man touched me. Nah. Not fucking doing it. Okay. Let's not forget, Green Mal, John Coffey, just found those two little white girls. Killed his ass. Killed his ass. White man did it, but he killed a black man. I'm not taking a risk with my life. Okay. Green Mal is another really wild avoid little white women. I can't end up like John Coffee. I don't have the abilities to heal people, okay. I can't hold your balls and take away your ball cancer or pancreatitis. or whatever fuck, whatever STD he had, get worms in the balls and then spit flies at my motherfucking mouth. I don't get that kind of technology. Okay, I can't transfer a, see you, mind's eye, mind's eye. I don't have David Copperfield powers. I can't mind freak you. To make you believe that, hey, show you proof. I ain't took the motherfucking kiss. I don't want a motherfucking kiss. I'm avoiding these little white girls. Because I ain't going to prison. And find out, and get raped, and find out I can take dick and become a serial killer. Okay? And become a fucking multi fast nick criminal. Okay? I'm trying to save everybody by avoiding all the white girls. Because I don't know what they're going to say. I can't risk what they say. What they say lands me in prison. And then I get raped, find out I can take dick, and then I become a fucking mastermind criminal. I'm trying to save the world right now. Fuck Batman. Fuck the Avengers. Frank Berry. I'm saving the universe from Thanos okay, that's what I'm doing, but not going to prison, you're welcome, you're motherfucking welcome, and with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up, wrap up this fucking episode of the podcast, um, but you know how I do it, before I go, going, I got to leave y'all with a good old fashioned cock confession, so here's one, uh, cock confession, I would say uh, seven, eight years ago, could be ten years ago. Know that movie Marshall that took place like Huntington, West Virginia? So I was there. not when it actually the film of it, but the film happened like a couple of years later, after the film and shit. Uh, Cause I had a buddy who had moved there, so I went down to visit him for the weekend. And it definitely had to been a Saturday night. We got hella fucking drunk. And we walked past the school where that whole thing took place and um, my stomach said I had an extreme case of bubble guts really bad bubble guts and I needed to shit and I didn't have no time Like I needed this shit and I needed this shit now now I'm not going to say that I took a shit anywhere on that martial premises or on the front steps of that school. I'm not going to say that. Because I don't know the statute of limitations. I'm trying to risk the motherfucker sending that shit. Hearing this shit. And me going to prison. I ain't going to say that. That I took my socks off. Took a shit. On a Marshall. Stairs. Or by Marshall Stairs. Wipe right my ass. with my socks. And just dropped it right down the motherfucking stairs. I'm not saying that, but I did take a shit. I did wipe my ass with my socks, and I just threw them socks. It was dark. I want to say it probably wasn't nowhere near the premises. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say that I'm the one who took a shit on Marshall stairs. I'm quite sure there's other people who took a shit on Marshall stairs. It's a college school. Shit happens at colleges. Literally, shit happens. Okay? But I'm not going to say that. I, I'm just going to say I took a shit outside where well, that whole Marshall thing went down, where they made that movie at. All right? That's it. That's the podcast. And like always, if you want to send me an email, want to ask some questions, get something to sell or promote. Shoot me email at uh, frankberrypod at gmail.com. That's Frank Pod, frankberrypod. F R A N K B E R R Y P O D at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Fuck you guys. Catch you motherfuckers next week. Peace.